0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie.
1: And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 105 of Spur of the Moment.
0: Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas. The Spurs dropped one tonight to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, Greg Popovich got ejected. Early in the second quarter as the game went on. But uh, anyway, that final score of tonight's game was Oklahoma City 130, San Antonio Spurs 114. Pretty competitive at times. It got really close there for a bit. But uh, ultimately, in the fourth quarter, the Thunder pulled it out from the Spurs. Drew, what were your thoughts about tonight's game?
1: Yeah, tough game. Um, Thunder played a little bit better than us. They shot 53% from the field and shot 54% from the three-point line, while we shot 46% from the field and 34% from the three-point line. I mean, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, another phenomenal game. He had 28 points, eight assists, six rebounds, and the Spurs suffer a loss against the Thunder.
0: Okay, yeah, so Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who's had an awesome year for them, and they're another young team just like the Spurs. They're just a step ahead in the rebuilding process a little bit. That moves the Thunder's record to 15 wins, 19 losses overall. Drops the Spurs to 11 wins, 23 losses. And for those of you that are paying attention to the draft—not that any of us are—not that there's a seven-foot-four Frenchman at the top of the deal—but uh, Spurs are fourth overall in the NBA, fourth worst record in the NBA. So that puts us in still good position. But uh, you know, good night for the guys. There were there were some positive things. It wasn't all bad, but. Uh, Ultimately, the Spurs ended up dropping that one, so the winning streak stops at one. Uh, Drew, let's get to our top two, bottom two. Who were your top two?
1: Yeah, so for my number one top two, I went with Devin Vassell. In this game, Devin Vassell had 20 points, three rebounds, two assists, shooting 8 of 15 from the field and 4 of 6 from the three-point line in 30 minutes, also chipping in a steal. And Devin Vassell was really good. He just got his bucket whenever he wanted So a great night from Devin Vassell. My second top two, I'm going to go with Zach Collins, who was really playing tough down there and very aggressive. He had 11 points, eight rebounds with a block, shooting four of seven from the field and knocking down his only three-point shot. So he's my second top two. Let's hear yours.
0: All right. So I also had Devin, and you read the stat line, but one of the things I liked about him, he got hot and and hit a pretty good streak, uh, hitting threes for a while there. But uh, nice night for Devin. I really like what he's doing lately. And uh, my number two, you know I love him, but uh, Jeremy Sohan, 16 points, nine boards, four assists, and just that constant presence all over the court. Ended up also with a still and two block shot. So great night for uh, Jeremy Sohan. So that's my top two, Devin and Jeremy. What about the bottom two, Drew?
1: Yeah, so for me, I had Josh Richardson as my number one. In this game, Josh Richardson had nine points and two rebounds, but the shooting wasn't there for him. Yeah, shot. 3 of 10 from the field and 1 of 4 from the three-point line in 26 minutes. So he makes the number one on my top – I mean my bottom two list. My second bottom two, I went with Romeo Langford. In eight minutes, he really didn't do anything. Zero points, had an assist, but shot over of 3 from the field and 0 of 2 from the three-point line in eight minutes. So those are my two bottom two.
0: Okay, so I also had the same same two guys. Uh my number one was Romeo Lankford, and my number two was Josh Richardson. Just not a great night for the uh for the guards guard play for us as far as uh, the guys off the bench so that's why they're in my bottom two. All right, let's get to the uh question of the day and this is a a good one and kind of an interesting one. Uh remember you can always text your questions at 512 540 1626. Tonight's question comes from Bobby in San Angelo. Bobby's question was Why did Greg Popovich get ejected tonight? Another follow-up question is, how many times has he been ejected in his career? And lastly, what was his quickest ejection? Well, number one, why did he get ejected tonight? The official Jenna Schroeder gave him two very quick technical jobs, and uh, Popovich yelled at Jenna to do your job. was apparently the only thing that we got, and that's why he got tossed um and it said there were other things said but that's the only things that were in print so do your job this is the reason why he got ejected tonight it was quick and it was in the second quarter and then assistant coach brett brown took over who obviously he's had head coaching experience at philadelphia uh in his previous job but uh anyway the next question was how many times has he been ejected in his career and that was really interesting because I cannot find that stat yeah, anywhere. I'm trying to
1: find it. There's
0: not an NBA coach's ejection stat. You can find it for Major League Baseball all day. Bobby Cox is leading that deal. But for the NBA, you can't find it. Uh, I bet he's number one. Don Nelson is number one. Who Don Nelson was the coach that first hired him uh, as his assistant. So kind of interesting. But can't have an exact number on the uh number of times he's been ejected. And then lastly, the best one is what was his quickest ejection? And I remember that one clearly because it was from 2019. 63 seconds into the game, oh, yeah. he got tossed. They were playing the Denver Nuggets in 2019, and that is actually the quickest ejection in NBA history is 63 seconds into the game. So Greg Pavovich, uh that was April 3rd, 2019. Uh, but anyway, he got tossed tonight and Early night, probably an early glass of wine in the locker room for him. But uh, that's the question of the day. Thanks for that one. Um, And, Len, now let's get to this day in Spurs history. Drew, what do you got for us?
1: Yeah, so I'm going to go way back to 1980, December 27th, where the Spurs put up 142 points in 1980. Wow. That is crazy. (laughs) They ended up winning this game 142-117. to Our leading scorer in this game was the Iceman, George Girvin who had 34 points and three assists. We also had James Silas, <clears throat> who had 22 points and eight assists. Reggie Johnson with 14 points. Um, Dave Corzine yep. with uh, 12 points and 12 boards. Um, Kevin Rustaney with 20, 15 points and five rebounds. And Paul Griffin with nine points and two rebounds. 142 points in 1980. I find that crazy because – they weren't jacking up threes like they do nowadays. So that's going to be this day in Spurs history.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. I I would have never – I would have lost a trivia question on that one of how many points scored in that year. That's crazy to me. All right, so that's this day in Spurs history. Now we're going to preview the upcoming game. The Spurs get back home in San Antonio on Thursday, December 29th at 7 p.m. as the New York Knicks roll into town. The Knicks are coming into this game with an 18 and 16 overall record, and as I mentioned earlier, Spurs sitting at 11 and 23. Knicks have a lot of interesting players. They're an intriguing team to me, uh, Drew. What can you tell us about the Knicks?
1: Yeah, so the Knicks, after a really rough year last year, they went in this free agent and got Jalen Brunson, and uh, to pair him with Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett, this team is really pretty good. I think they're gonna uh, make a run there in the East. Because I think they have a lot of depth and a lot of good players. What are your thoughts on this Knicks team?
0: Yeah, so I got to watch them on Christmas against the Seventy Sixers, and I was really intrigued with them because uh, I, I thought they played well. They ended up losing that game. I mean, because Joel Embiid and <laughs> and Harden, but uh, you know the Sixers are really good. But they they banged with them and they gave them everything they wanted. They've got some really interesting players to me. Uh, I think. Uh, Jalen Brunson as you mentioned, uh he's he's been awesome for them at the guard. Uh then you got uh, Mitchell Robinson down in the post who's one of the best shot blockers in the NBA and then uh of course you got uh, RJ Barrett who's a big high uh, high scorer and then last uh Julius Randle who is really an intriguing player to me. I think he's super talented and maybe if you can say so out of New York, he's Probably a little underrated as far as some of the better players in the NBA, but just watching him sometimes when he gets gets hot, he's pretty dang good. So definitely going to be a tough challenge for the Spurs. Um, I don't have a Vegas line on that game yet, but we'll get to our player to go off in projections. Who do you got, Drew?
1: Yeah, so for my, for my player to go off, I'm going to go with Devin Vassell in this game um, to uh, have a good game against the New York Knicks. And for the prediction of this game – Give me the Spurs to win this game by seven points.
0: All right. Should be a fun one. And, uh, you know, we're going with two two easy, easy ones for our player to go off tonight because I'm going with Keldon. I think he's going to have a big night for the Spurs. Unfortunately, I think we lose another one. I think the Knicks get us by six is my prediction. I think we're going to play well, play a close game. But, uh, you know, I, I – don't foresee us winning another game in 2022, in my opinion. So, you know, there's only two left, so that's the only reason I say that. But uh, but I hope I'm wrong. I hope, I hope we do get one, and I hope we bounce back. But Keldon's my player to go all. So anyway, that brings us to the end of this episode of the Spur of the Moment podcast. We'll be back with you Thursday night after the Knicks game. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us, and Drew, would you take us home, please?
1: Yes, thank you, everybody, for joining us, and as always, Go Spurs Go!